Good evening, ballers. Welcome to the 33rd episode of The Step Back. Number 33, Patrick Ewing edition. Yes, sir. Your host, Leon Tonkins, my main man, Jacob Moses, uh, here for episode 33. Uh, first episode of the offseason. You know, going to break down some free agent rumors, coaching carousel. Uh, you know. How you feeling down there, bro? I am good. I'm. I've been waiting for this one. Kind of. It's weird taking that layoff. You know that week layoff. So you just like mm-hmm. let everything stir up. But you know we can bring more content. But other than that, I'm doing well, healthy. Can't complain about anything, man. I'm just happy to be back. How you doing down there in NYC? Place to be. Um, you know, feeling good, man. Uh, went to vote Saturday. Long, long ass line for like two hours, but it was well <laughs> worth it. That's right. Got my sticker. Uh, performed my civic duty, and you know, it just felt good to, you know, knowing to making a difference, and then watching everyone else just come out and, you know, do the same thing, and you look at, you know, the everything on the news. Well, lines going around Barclays, lines going around MSG. Mm-hmm. So, you know, went out to vote. It was good. That's crazy. Yeah, I saw the, it was a video that I saw from, like, Jamaica Center all mm-hmm. the way down. It was so, it was cool to see because I'm like, man, I remember taking a bus from over there, going to school and going back home. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. It's just a line with long people are coming out, man. This is hopefully no ballots get, you know, burned or lost. But, you know, but everybody coming out to vote, that's good, man. It's really good. Let's, let's see what happens coming up next week, man. Yeah, um, it was in person, so that that's good. You know, it's like to see a line like that when it's not at Foot Locker. So, you know, mm. it's, all, it's all good. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Major. <laughs> no printer. Just facts. <laughs> Where um, it's been a, it's been a good week. Uh, Lions picking up two straight wins. I'm gonna ride that wave. Uh, good win by Stafford the other night, and Matt and Randy covered it last night on the Audible mm-hmm. over in Football Lab, so that was um, celebrating that week. Mm-hmm. Jets, you know, doing their usual. Anyway, take it from who knows, because Travis, Travis not coming out. He's going to be like, no, I'm good. I'm not going to the Jets. I'm good. <laughs> Thanks, nah. though. But, well, yeah, we'll see. No, no Jets talk. I have nothing to – back then we're good, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. But yeah, yeah, other than that, yeah, we suck. The Falcons should have won because I'm trying to get – I want all that cushion for the first pick. Everybody needs to start winning. Like the Falcons, whoever got one win, they need to just bump it up a little bit, just a little bit, just bump it up. Lions had to ruin my day. Usually I don't care about the Lions, but the Falcons kind of got to do something, win a game. But I'm ready for this basketball talk. Free agency, man. This It's finally here. Well, coming. Yeah. Um, we're – I think the free agency is supposed to start around November 20th, 20th to 22nd, around that range. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Right after the draft. Um, they Finally. are talking about the 72-game season. They're deciding on whether to start MLK Day or around Christmas. Uh, owners want Christmas. The players want MLK Day. So... Uh, it's more or less a, a balance in trying to reset the schedule back to normal, uh, as they say. But 
you know, we'll, we'll see how far they get along in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know the last time we spoke, we touched on the Lakers championship. Uh, the Dodgers, City of Angels, they won uh, World Series last night. So, you know, L.A. just in another celebration. You know, Kershaw got mm-hmm. his uh, championship. COVID being yep. spread around. And, yes. you know, L.A. just keep on rolling. I know. It's crazy, man. It's maybe the Rams. You never know. Nah. <laughs> nah, B. It ain't happening. <laughs> nah. Oh, yeah, nah, shout out, shout out to the Dodgers, man. You know, my man Mookie uh, got another ring. You know, Kershaw, one of the best to do it. I love watching the pitch. Finally, you know, the, the just sheer joy of it, just looking up to the sky, like, finally it's happened. And everybody said this is a short season shut up because they played just like everybody else. Because if I know the Mets would have won it, I would have been celebrating. I didn't care. But, you know, I'm celebrating. We might be getting a new owner soon. So, man, I'm, I'm on a high anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you guys are looking good there. Uh, so yeah, like, like we said, 72 game season being proposed, uh, December 22nd around the start date there, uh, players want MLK day, mm-hmm. uh, before we see in the next couple of days where we are with that, uh, where, where would you prefer they start? I like MLK day because what it is, what it stands for. And plus they get the extra rest because, you know, the start and stop, start and stop. Give the guys, you know, some time to be with their families. And come on now, you started in December and it just ended. Like, come on now. I understand you want to make your money, but let them do it on MLK Day. I think it's mostly because they want that rest. But to start on MLK Day, then you can make a whole thing, a whole day out of it. Obviously play the games. You know, remember, you know, Martin Luther King Jr., what he did know what he stood for it'd be a nice touch but i'd rather do it on mlk day especially for the rest yeah uh i i know if it starts around christmas we'll we'll be already without i mean football will hold us over until mlk Mm -hmm. day uh you know monday night thursday night and uh sunday night football i don't Mm -hmm. think there'll be too much of a lack of things to watch on TV, considering it's around the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know it's a bit tricky now with family travel and whatnot, but um, I would prefer MLK Day. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure what the plans would be as far as you know a vaccine or a bubble uh, consideration, because I, I know they're talking about um, manipulating the schedule as to where you would visit a city once. Uh, for the entire season. So like, for instance, you visit New York, you play the Knicks and the Nets, you visit LA, you play the Clippers and the Lakers, try to really uh, reduce the travel uh, for all these teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe uh, if they start around January, it'll give them some more time to really uh, come up with a plan because um, there's no way they'll do an, another bubble for six months. No, they, they exhausted that i know they can talk about it all they want but i like the idea of going if you go to one city just play the teams right there and then do it like that you know obviously have a designated spot as well for like the hotels and stuff like that as they did in the bubble but um they can figure it out just don't try to bring you know 50 percent capacity and stuff like that to these stadiums because then you ask them for trouble yeah, uh, no, no doubt there. Uh, I, I like to see MLK Day. We'll see what happens there. Mm-hmm. Uh, free agency, 
uh, starting around November 20th, 22nd, right, a couple of days after the draft, um, we get a good idea of where these teams will be standing. Um, I, I think a lot of these free agents have probably agreed to some deals already. You know, a little under the table stuff, as always. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll touch on a bit of the rumors going around there. Uh, we got a list of free agents. We'll try to pick and choose where they might end up. But, uh, you know, a, a month of free agency is more than enough. If you get two months, it would be good. You know, big name free agents will be gone. And then, you know, it's the trickle down effect. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What are we kicking it off with? Um, also, talk of the playing game. Uh, I know a lot of the rules have been changed around for many of these sports. Uh, playing game might be here to stay. Uh, the eighth, the eighth spot. Uh, what do you think of the playing game being a permanent fixture? I actually like it. I really, I wasn't a fan of it because I'm like these teams that, you know, they fight so hard to get the eighth spot. But when you think about it when you have teams like New Orleans, Portland, Memphis, and they're all going for that, you know, a spot, it's pretty cool to, you know, the made the best team get the a spot and it made it more exciting. You saw, you know, John Morant and him going at it, Lillard going at it just to keep their teams in it. Even you had, you know, the Nets had a higher seed, but games like that, just seeing these guys come out and ball out just to, get that A spot or, you know, receive them the seventh A because that's what it basically was about. You know, we mm-hmm. thought we thought New Orleans had it wrapped. And, you know, all it took was just one Zion to come in, not getting his minutes, not in game shape. And we saw Portland just come out of nowhere and go, well, thanks. But I like it. It brought our excitement to the game we haven't seen in a long time. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of it. Um, you know, it, it it's almost like what baseball did with the three-game wild card. You know, because I was for a long time a, compo- a proponent of a one-game, but watching the three games for consecutive days, it, it it didn't cheapen the regular season, and it also enhanced the playoffs. Uh, so uh, I'm all for the play-in series. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens there. You know, add some excitement to the regular season. Mm-hmm. If it's anything like Portland, Memphis, we'll, we'll be in for a for a good good few years. Absolutely. Imagine if like you know Phoenix gets it together, and they and Devin Booker gets the you know get that shot to actually go to the playoffs. They didn't because basically they had to go. Obviously, they had to go perfect, and they still didn't make it. But imagine if they're right there on the edge, and even the Kings. You know, they're mm-hmm. expected – hopefully they get better. There's so many teams on the West, these young teams that could just make an imprint and get in there and get that playoff experience. Well, basically, when, you, when you're when you playing like a play-in, it's pretty much like a playoff. And there's right. so much riding on those games. You're just like, oh, this is – but, yeah, it'll be exciting to see, though, especially in the East as well because you got the teams like the Wizards. You got the combination of Wall and Bill coming back, you know, the Knicks, you never know who they might get. Maybe, you know, we finally get a guy in the draft that can push him over, you know, speaking as a, you know, homer, but, you know, that's <laughs> wishful thinking. But the Hawks, they're going to be looking to improve. You never know. Um, 
You know, Toronto will be there. You just look at the lower seed, Indiana will be there. But you never – Cleveland – I mean, there's so, there's so many opportunities for young teams to get in and make the game more exciting. I'm, I'm all for it, 100%. Yeah, it, it, it should be good expanding to another spot, extending the regular season. It, it, I'm a big fan of it. Uh, the Toronto Raptors would be – well, I guess – They'll be looking for a home, much like the Blue Jays did for the uh, baseball season. Mm-hmm. There was talk of them going to Louisville. That was scrapped uh, with all the uh, with the protest of the Brianna Taylor uh, incident. They decided not to pursue Louisville, and Patrick Mahomes has made a pitch for him to go to Kansas City. Hmm. Look at him go, but. Uh- I don't know. Kansas City is just – it's whack, man. I don't know what's going on. Like, come on now. I, I, I'm trying to think. I'm, as I'm thinking about it, I'm just – no, no. Or like a better hub. Maybe like uh, – no, Charlotte's a hot spot. North Carolina's mm-hmm. a hot spot, so you can't do that. Um, I don't know. They just got to do about a number. See where your numbers are. And But, yeah, you can't go to a hot spot. can't go to uh, – I have the perfect solution. If you say Buffalo. No. Oh. Seattle. I like put it. Put them right back in. Put them right in Seattle for the season. I like it. I mean, yeah. You know, give, yeah. give them a tease. Yeah. I like that. I mean, they already have an arena. They already have a fan base. That's true. They still, do it. What is it? Is it not the Key Arena, is it? No. Yeah. I'm thinking way back. Really? It's still called the Key Arena? No. Jeez. I, I'm almost certain it is. I, I think the, the that's where the storm played. Oh, that's awesome, then. Yeah, I, I would be down for that. You know, Seattle, just for them to have a team in a little bit, just just for a little bit, just do it. Why not, man? I mean, it'll give the NBA a reason if they ever expand. You know what? Mm-hmm. Seattle's still a, a viable option. Yeah, I think they should have never even – did that. Um, I can imagine, like, imagine KD and like Russell and that atmosphere in Seattle. Let's not act like they didn't have a great fan base. Even when yeah. they weren't doing so well, they had a fan base. So it, it that was weird. I, I still don't get that. I'm, I just wasn't a fan of it. Just because I remember, you know, Seattle with the whole Gary Payton, Sean Kemp, you know, all those guys that were tramping, all those guys, you know, rocking the arenas and. Now you take them away to Oklahoma City, you know, nothing, Oklahoma, whatever. It's more, it's more football. You know, they care more about their football and their Sooners and their basketball, well, college basketball. But I don't, yeah, it seems like it's a great atmosphere, but I'm, I'm not a fan. I'd rather have Seattle any day of the week, any day. Yeah, man, you know, they're dodging tornadoes, but <laughs> look. Seattle, it, 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 it's definitely a viable option, and you're not. It's not like they're getting a scrub team. That's true. You know, for a season, mm-hmm. they're getting a competitive uh, team. I, I, I granted the travel would suck for them. Uh, going, uh, being a Eastern Conference team out west, mm-hmm. but considering all the other options, I, I don't. I don't think uh, you know Kansas City is mm-hmm. is, is doable. Unless they stick them in Connecticut, but no. Nah. Yeah, nah, you don't want that. You know what I like? I know I like this idea. Move Minnesota. Move the Timberwolves. Move them from Minnesota. Move them to Seattle. 
Uh, if KG can do it, because he, I think he was looking into that, and if they get the team, mm-hmm. I, I think I would be all for that. Move them. You're you already got a team set right there. Like you got a mm-hmm. nice team to build off of and change the jerseys. Boom, boom, boom. Ain't no damn fan base in Minnesota. Fuck cares. God damn, it's one of the worst fan bases in my life. Trust me, I follow the team. I know. Fucking that shit is terrible. And, and you get another, and you get another season out of J.R. Smith because you know Sean Cam has his dispensary out there. Oh. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm almost certain he'll be a frequent visitor. <laughs> Weed and Hennessy. That's right. Go ahead, Jr. Hey. JR's the winner. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you can't take that away from him, man. That's right. Man. I don't believe the season's over. That's just had a great season, man. Uh. Yeah. Uh, with that great season came a lot of coaching changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, how you doing, James? He's a big fan of your big fan of your jersey. Oh, man. That's right. You know I'm always repping. That's what we do. We'll get back one day where I can proudly – I'll pop the jersey anyway. doesn't matter. Win or losing. Still the most relevant team in the NBA, even though we suck. That's right. You read that name. Yes, I just hit you with the gun smoke. All right. <laughs> yeah, but these coach changes, man, it's hmm, interesting. Let's, I'm going to let you kick that off. I got some something to say, as usual, about these coaches. Oh, good. Um, just recently, uh, Steven Silas, Dallas assistant coach, named the Houston Rockets head coach. Uh, uh-huh. Son of Paul Silas, uh, first-time head coach. Good to see him get a, a, a roster. Uh-huh. It, mostly the player roster. I, I think that team will be in limbo, uh, depending on what they do with Harden and, and Westbrook. But he'll be able to coach two uh, talented stars. Uh, what do you make of Steven Silas out in Houston? I like that. You know, his his dad was a coach for a long time. He was an assistant and a coach for a long time. So, you know, coaching obviously runs in the blood. And they needed a fresh outlook. They needed a fresh coach. And maybe it's someone, you know, Harden and Westbrook can, if he doesn't get traded, they can relate to. You know, because a lot of players can't relate to freaking, you know, Dan Tony. Like, yeah, they can run the system, but. They just seem disengaged as he's trying to, you know, he's speaking to them and he's trying to get into them. They just really seem looking around. I just hate, you always look at the body language when you're looking around, looking at each other. You might look at your coach. When he's talking to you, look at your coach and basically understand what he's saying. You know, just, I just, and I didn't see it. I didn't see any connection going on with that team, even though they seem like they played well, they best even, but after a while, time for a change and, Sometimes new blood is is needed, and that's what was needed in the Houston, in a GM and a damn coach. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of the GM, Daryl Morey is out. He's over in Philly now. Uh, James points out Morey's going to trade all the Sixers for Harden. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could, I could definitely, see, I could see that happening too. Mm-hmm. But you know. Maury and D'Antoni were, I guess, you know, they were joined at the hip and their offensive philosophy really revolved around that stuff, both stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, now with a new GM in place, new coach, bring a different philosophy, might change up the roster a whole lot if Harden stays around. Uh, maybe with 
maybe we'll get him taking more mid-range shots again. Uh, mm. We're seeing a league trend towards that again. I mean, Harden is a streaky three-point shooter. He's a gifted offensively, but he does not utilize mid-range game. For as many points as he scores, if he ever incorporated the mid-range game, he'd be even lethal, more lethal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, new look over in Houston, Steven Silas there, bloodline of a coach, uh, well-respected in, in the league. Yeah, I like how you said uh, and, that. About- <laughs> and from the tree of Carlisle. Hey, you can't. Sometimes you, you can't run away from that tree, man. So those guys, they usually breed good coaches if you get the right team. But, no, I had to say that one. I think it was hilarious, though, with James Harden. I could see him. He starts out in the mid-range, but he steps back into the three-point range and takes that shot. So as soon as you said that, I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. he's mid-ranger, right? And so he feels like step back. Uh, one, two, three. I'm at the three-point line. Let's shoot it. But, yeah, I like that higher, though. I, I really do. Uh, another higher uh, earlier in the week, the Indiana Pacers pick up Nate, uh, Nate Jorkin, uh, Toronto assistant under Nick Nurse. Mm-hmm. Uh, been company, accompanying Nick Nurse ever since the G League days. So he has a championship pedigree, uh, brings some stability, uh, some credibility over to Indiana, maybe get mm-hmm. them over that hump of it. Indiana's been lacking for a while. Um, I know they might be going through a lot of roster turnover themselves. Uh, mm-hmm. Sabonis, um, I'm not sure if he'll be ready for the start of the season. But uh, Jorgen, again, bringing the credibility over to Toronto. for Another first-time head coach. Uh, what do you make of Nate Jorgen over in Indiana? Um, another one I like. You know, the Indiana usually – go they they usually go with the vet coaches so it's nice to see them actually go this route and the guy's been on the nick nurse obviously he learned something you win like you said championship pedigree um you will want that and indiana has an interesting roster especially if they keep Oli. so i, I like Sabonis. i mean you can't run away from the dna because he can ball he's a shooter mm-hmm. he, he can shoot just like his dad that rebound he moves a lot better obviously um you know, Miles Turner, I'm, I'm a big fan of that guy, especially after he extended his range. I mean, he's a premier shot blocker. You know, he's becoming a shot maker, a shot taker and a shot maker. So um, you definitely want to see that. And they just have to get a guy like that guy. Like, well, Depot is, I can't, he's a good piece, but he's more of a Robin than a Batman. And I know it must have been – I know he was coming off that injury, but just watching his game, he's not as efficient as I thought he was. So, like, say if you put him on, like, the Bucks, you can put him on Giannis. Like, he would be nice in that role because he, you know, everything doesn't come down on him. But he tried to take on a lot with Sabonis and Turner. Yeah, Turner was there. But without Sabonis there, they just had pretty much nothing besides him and Turner, and that's wasn't going to get it done. But going back to him, that I like it. I like the I like when a young coach gets the chance. You never know. You get to learn with the team, and you get to implement your game plan, your style, and I like it. Yeah. Uh... We always talked about bubble TJ Warren. Let's see if it can 
trans his game can translate outside the bubble. Um, <laughs> and, and Dorkin, it like you say, good to watch another first time head coach get his opportunity instead of watching like uh, retreads like uh, you know Lionel Hollins and, and Mike Brown and Jason Kidd just mm-hmm. watch them going through the ringer. Um, Thanks get watch these guys get their experience. They've toiled uh, as assistants, uh, put in their grind, put in the work. Uh, let, let's see what he has. Absolutely. Another hire uh, last week. Um, I was really excited for this one. Stan Van Gundy over in New Orleans. Um, long time in the booth. Coaching the Magic, coached the Pistons before. Good teacher motivator, um, willing to show them the fundamentals of the game. And this is a young roster that I, I think he can really make a difference with. Well, what you got for Van Gundy? Man, you hit that right on the head with that last sentence right there. Teacher, this is what they needed. Um, Sam Van Gundy, I think he's one of the best coaches that you can find in the league. Like I said, and this with young players, you need a teacher. You need a motivator. You need somebody that's going to get into these guys and get them to understand how to play the game. Alonzo Ball, you know, he's improving, but, you know, it seems like he still has that disconnect in his game. You know, Zion, maybe, you know, Stan Van Gundy can get him to actually take his <laughs> – I know Stan Van Gundy's not the, you know, the most fit guy, but as the get his you know, to be a star in this league, you're already looking like a star, but you got to keep your body right. And maybe it'll teach him a few things, but this whole roster needs just somebody to put it together. And this is a perfect hire. Like I, I thought Billy Donovan was another perfect hire. This was a perfect hire for New Orleans. And they knocked it out of the park with this one because he can, he can definitely lead a team. And with Stan Van Gundy under there, I think you'll see New Orleans in the playoffs this year, especially when they, you know, get Brandon Ingram back and he progresses as, you know, the guy for them, because I think mm-hmm. he might, he will be the guy, because I'd say he can score. He's a better scorer than Zion, like straight, get a bucket. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I love this hire, man. I really do. Yeah, I, I like I like Stan Van Gundy's work with uh, big men. Mm-hmm. And New Orleans has some interesting big men, uh, Jackson Hayes, like uh, Jaleel Okafor. Get them – get their body strong because, you know, you saw what he did with Dwight Howard. He took them to the finals and they were overmatched by the Lakers. But mm-hmm. to get their their body and training regimen right, basketball efficiency, uh, this is the perfect hire for the Pelicans. And you're right that this should lead them right into the playoffs. Yeah, it's like you said, I like, I like Jackson Hayes, man. That kid has – he's all over the floor when he actually gets to play. You know, just athletic, and the sky's the limit for this whole team. You look at this lineup, man, just to go into it a little bit, with they're just deep, and when you look at it, they're just like a deep team. Because if mm-hmm. Lonzo's not playing, you got Frank Jackson. Zion's not playing, you can put Okafor at the four. And I think if he got more time as well, because he's – I don't think he gets the minutes because he's more of a back-to-the-basket kind of center. And, I, you know, obviously the league is going away from that, but I think they should just try to use him as much as they can. 
you know, who else they on? They JJ. I think he he didn't sign. I think he signed more of a what is it, a two year deal? He signed yeah. another two. Okay, so you know, you got JJ, you got your shooting right there. Everybody on that like team can somewhat shoot. And who else they got on that team? Come on, drawing a blank. Nico Melly, Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. There you go. I mean, just they have a. How they didn't make the playoffs? I don't even know. Uh, they need a Zion down the stretch. That's all that really happened. It's just so weird, man. I really thought, especially when Ingram coming out the way he did, I was like, okay, this team might actually do something in the play. They might upset a team. But, you know, you think the, the youth kind of – You think Stan brings in uh, his brother? I would. <laughs> if I was him, that would be great. Damn right, bring Jeff in. Hey, he he knows all about it. Working with a young team, you know he worked with a young Marcus Canby. You know he has some vets in Houston that's pretty well, and you know he he knew how to put a team together. And Jeff Van Gundy, that's one coach. If I can get back, I would gladly bring him back. And I don't think it's gonna happen because I think him and Dolan kind of don't see eye to eye. But um, if you don't see eye to eye with Dolan, and that's another reason you I don't think it's on a team in any coaching capacity. But um. Yeah, I would like that because Jeff Van Gundy is another good teacher, and he would do wonders for the team as well. I would, so I would definitely like to see him go from the booth, you know, coaching with his brother, just to see how that would actually go. Another new hire, well, kind of new hire, which is transition. L.A. Clippers moving, <sighs> removing the interim tag and making Tyron Lue the coach, brought in. Chauncey Billups and Kenny Atkinson as assistants. Uh, what you make of Tyron Lue over in on LA's other team? The assistants are better coaches than him. But um, <laughs> back down to I don't I don't really care for this. I don't like Tyron Lue. I never have. You know, AI step over. Anyway, somebody needs to step over his ass already. I, I don't like him. I mean, it is what it is. It's not much to really. I don't think the coaches team because you already got the skill. It's just putting it together. I would rather see have seen Kenny Atkinson take on this team to see, but Sam Cassell. I want to see him get a head coaching because he's been like an assistant coach for God knows how long. It seems like he's mm-hmm. always on somebody's staff. But you know, Tyron Lue, I guess. I mean, it's whatever. I mean, I really don't have too much to say. I don't like him. I'm sorry. I just. What what does he bring? Because <laughs> can, can you tell me? I mean, team I, building or like what? what, the, yeah, what? yeah, you know, I, I think that's what's necessary for this team. If you, uh, so let's look at it from the point of how the Clippers exited the playoffs. Total dysfunction. Kawhi apparently in his other in his own world, the entire team just bristling with uh, with Kawhi. I mean, Tyron has credibility with LeBron. He has credibility with Kyrie. He can manage personalities, and he already has a championship under his belt. I mean, to manage Kawhi and Paul George and and that team with high aspirations, considering the familiarity, I I think it's a good move for them. Uh, yeah, but they're still they're in turmoil too, though. <laughs> so you just you just bringing a whole you lighting the freaking. You know, Paul, I don't think Paul George and Kawhi get along like they, like we all thought they would. There's something going on there that they got to fix. 
I think Kawhi is just better on being a guy. Paul George needs to have his own team. As, as you can see, he doesn't do well when he's not the guy. You know, he'll have flashes of the guy that he was in Indiana, but he's not I – don't, I don't know. I don't understand it. Usually you're just like, okay, I got my help. I got my, you know, star guy with me. Kawhi, you know, obviously he's one – he's the A guy. And then Paul George, I can't call him 1A because he gets 1B because that playoff shit that he pulled was ridiculous. Breaking up all those damn shots, but um, uh, man, I've really I've never seen Paul George play that bad, seriously. And but yeah, I, I get your point, but like I said, the team's in turmoil. Let's let's see what their roster looks like, who they bring in. You know, we had some rumors about a certain point guard. I'm gonna let you take that one, and well, we'll see. But they they got, and plus Harrell being a free agent. You kind of mm-hmm. – they got to see what they're going to do with this team. They, they got to bring it together. Let's see if Tyler Lue can do it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think the Clippers with George and Leonard also having player options after the next season, mm-hmm. uh, that might play a lot into what they do this coming off season. No. <laughs> no. But – I, I think the personality of a team that I thought Kawhi thought he was going to get didn't end up happening because the Clippers weren't hungry. They thought they were handed this, like, uh, handed going to the finals on a platter, and it just totally backfired in their face. And Kawhi was the only one who played. Uh, I think Doc had a lot to do with it. I think mm-hmm. Ty will bring bring all of them together, make the roster a bit different, maybe mold it in his in his liking, mm-hmm. uh, like you said, we got some rumors that you know some players that may end up there, some players leaving. So I, I just like the familiarity of Ty Lue going there. Yeah, I mean, whatever. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> man, I just, uh, but yeah, man. Like I said, I'm never gonna, you know, just hate on a guy, but it's just. Man, maybe he does bring familiar, you know, familiarity, and um, he might help him. But good luck, <laughs> good <laughs> luck with that situation. Uh, it's possible. Another move. Uh, this is more of the assistant coach. Uh, my man Steve Nash bringing in Stoudemire, forming that pick and roll duo on the bench, bring some high powered offense to Brooklyn. We're gonna. Invent some new things. We turn things up. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens there. Uh, Stoudemire was over in uh, Israel. Israel. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, player coach for a while. So uh, Stoudemire's role on this team will be more player development. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of big men on this team. Nick Claxton, maybe Crew Roots if he's not traded by then. Uh, maybe develop their game into something that's useful. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm excited to see the the Nash Stoudemire combo on the bench. Yeah, that's going to be really interesting. Um, I mean, what do what do you have coaches for? I guess, like Kyrie said, you know, maybe coach is not really a coach. <laughs> 
I, can you call him assistant coach? Can you call him anything? No, but uh, I, I like it. Lamar Stoudemire, you know, he seems his game the, would actually translate to a lot of these guys, and I think he'll be able to help them out. And that's what you need. You need former players that have had a level of success. And Stoudemire, he was great for almost a decade until his knees gave out, you know. You know, MVP, pretty much the MVP for the Knicks when they got him. That guy was walking bucket, 25, 30, just scored 35 points. I mean, he scored 30 points in how many games? I mean, it was it was a nice little run, and I, I like it for them. And what I tell you about Mitchell Caruth, you trade him, second round pick, get something out of him, because a lot being it ain't it. That dude is dookie. But um, maybe Musa. <laughs> I mean, but <laughs> yeah. Other than that, they they have a nice team still. You know, just gotta focus on. As we're talking about free agency, Joe Harris. I don't know what they're gonna do with him, but that's that's your number one priority right there. Because that guy shot 43% last year, one of the best three-point shooters, arguably arguably one of the best three-point shooters in the league. You're gonna need him. Um, spread the floor for you guys. You got Levert, of course, baller in his own right. You know Kyrie, KD, and if you guys stay healthy, I can see you guys making a run. But I like the I like that move. Amari's one of my favorite, you know, one of my favorites. So uh, it'd be awesome to see him coaching in Brooklyn and doing his thing. And let's see best coach Kyrie. It's crazy. You win a ring, you think you know everything. Steve Nash wasn't a you know, he's MVP twice for a reason. Wow, debated one of them. He shouldn't have won. Um. And, well, this was this hire was well before uh, uh, well before the season ended with Billy Donovan over in Chicago, um, coaching that young roster. They're gonna have they have a high draft pick coming up. They may be looking to move Levine. Uh, we'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks. But uh, uh, what's your take on Billy Donovan over in Chicago? I love that he knocked that, and you know I'm not a, I'm not a bulls part at all. Except my guy Levine. Uh, that's always been my guy. I hope to God they trade him out of there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they they go ahead and be a fool if you want. That dude went from averaging freaking 15 to 25 this year, and you're gonna get rid of him. That's a problem. But Billy Donovan, he is a great coach. Great. And the Bulls hopped on him like a freaking John on it. Never mind. Um <laughs> no, I'm gonna keep it PG a little bit. <laughs> no, but yeah, that was a great, great hire by those guys. You know, with Kobe White, you know he he's he progressed a little bit with Levine, Wendell Carter Jr., Laurie Markin Markinen, and they have so much talent on that team. And Donovan, I he can he can bring it together. You know, you saw what he did in OKC, you know, all those years, and you saw the guys like Lou Dort come out and. You know, obviously they had CP3, but, you know, Gilgis Alexander, we had that guy. And he was able to work with these kids and basically turn them from boys to men. And, hey, when you keep keep a team like that going, expected not to go anywhere, getting fifth seed in the playoffs pretty much every year, yeah, that's worth something in the league. And, once again, the Bulls, they knocked out of the park. Y'all guys got a good one. Good play development too. 
Yeah, I, I'm just excited to see a Chicago sports team with an offense. Whoa, Matt. I got Easily hit you with the gun smoke. I like that one. <laughs> That's that NFC North talk for you. Yeah, lines are coming, baby. Lines are coming. <laughs> nah, that's definitely, I like that hire. Ben Donovan is definitely, he's from New York, so they do. Yeah, they're going to be, uh, some uh, a little bit, some players in free agency we're going to touch on, mm-hmm. uh, touch on the list now. Top guy in free agency, the one guy from Chicago, uh, defending champ. Anthony Davis, I mean, we know we all signs of him pointing, re-signing right back with L.A. to run it back. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what's your take on A.D.? Absolutely. He's not going anywhere. One of your first chip, I mean, you can easily repeat with this team. There's nothing, nothing that can really stop you besides the injury. Just go back, make your money, live out there, you know, live out there in L.A., do your thing, and – LeBron, you know, he's pretty much going to hand the reins over to you, and L.A. is yours. So just do your thing, A.D. He's staying in L.A. Can't see him going anywhere else. Do you see him, any percentage of him, pulling a Dwayne Wade and going back home uh, to Chicago? Hell no. All right. Chicago went to City of Champions no more, all right? Come on. Jordan left a long time ago. Let it go. (laughs) It ain't happening. I'm coming home. No. <laughs> Tell the world you're going back to L.A. because we know where you're going. But, yeah, he, there's no chance he's going to Chicago. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Just like us. Build your team from the bottom. Yeah, they'll have a pretty good uh, seventh pick in the draft. So, no, no, fourth, right? Oh, fourth. Yeah, yeah, because I was really upset about that one. Fourth. Yeah, fuck it up. Looking at no, we're not going. We're not going to hit you with the gems with the draft prospects. We're going to save that. We'll save that in the chamber. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, that should be coming uh, on our next episode two weeks from now. So mm-hmm. we might have a special guest from Chicago. Never uh, know. Fred Van Fleet. Where do you think he ends up? He is going back to Toronto. You will see him back in the six. I mean, he's pretty much made his home there. You know, he's he's a champion. But guys still pretty much running the East for the most part, you know, with Milwaukee. Um, you just can't, you know, I know a whole bunch of things. Oh, yeah, we can. No. I'm not throwing a whole bunch of money. He's perfect for that system. To expect it, there's no Ibaka in our system. You know, there's no season that, you know, we got Mitchell Robinson. But he's young. He's no Martin Gasol. You know, there's no Kawhi walking through that door. So there's, you know, and plus you got Siakam there, and that's that's their one and two with Lowry. There's, there's no way. I, I can't see him going anywhere but Toronto. There's no – the system is there. The coach, he's there. It's just sign back there, make your money, you know. I can't say run roughshod over the East, but get your, you know, to a third seed and run it back. Maybe you can win another one because they got close. Yeah. <laughs> got close, man. So, yeah, I can see him going back. I can't see him going. Maybe maybe like uh, Charlotte because they've been looking. They got money to spend as well. And 
they can throw money at him, but I can't see him going anywhere but Toronto. Yeah, I I say if he wants to win, he'll go back to Toronto. If he wants the money, I mean, I can see the Knicks throwing money at him. I can see Detroit throwing money at him. Because they need a point. And, and yep. like you would say, Charlotte uh, throwing money at him. I mean, he'll if he wants a max deal, I, I think those three teams will probably do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I had to pick, I'd say he ends up in Detroit. Oof. I, I... He does seem like a Detroit kind of guy, too. See, as a Knicks fan, I'm hoping they do that because then we might get our point guard because then they won't need one. But, you know, well, because they're pick ahead, I believe a pick ahead of us, I want to say. Um, Detroit, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that would be interesting because they do need a point guard to match up with Blake Griffin because I believe he's there for another year or two. So, yeah, they definitely need they need something, and that would be a good start. Christian Wood I from like the, this kid. Uh, the Detroit player. I Real like high Mhm. He, I know he had some issues with, like, what was it? It wasn't conditioning. It was just listening to the coaches and stuff like that. But, you know, he's 25, you know, breakout, breakout years. Average, what, 14? He had a run when he was, like, a – basically 19, 20, and 10 guy, you know, he can stretch mm-hmm. the floor. He's a 35, 36, maybe more percent shooter from three. Um, if we didn't have Randall, I would say the Knicks because he's like a perfect fit because we Randall's not really can't stretch the floor when he's too busy mm-hmm. on the spin cycle. Uh, but Charlotte, I like. I'm going to go back to Charlotte because they, they need something like him to match up with Devontae Graham. Because he can't be out there, you know, taking 20, 30 shots by himself and just, you need more. You need that power. It would be nice to get that power forward. But that's if they don't trade up, which will. That's another rumor. They're looking to trade up in the draft. But because um, they have a, their eye on someone. Other than that, Christian would be, would be a really nice fit for them. Or go back to Detroit and, you know, play the three next to Blake Griffin. Yeah, I, I see him going back to Detroit, uh, but Charlotte also has the money. I could, like you said, I could see him going to Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I, I just see Charlotte just throwing money at at, at one of these players because I mean you pretty much have to to play there. Mm-hmm. Jordan better start giving out free sneakers. Well, he does do that, but start <laughs> so saying you give some exclusives to him or something to get them to sign. Ain't nobody going there, buddy. Good luck. But it's a possibility if you throw the money at him. I'd rather stay in the chart. But yeah, Wood is a player with a high ceiling, and I I think we haven't reached his full potential yet. Nope. Not at all. Danilo Gallinari. My guy. Um, I like him to go to the place he should have been. Well, he was close to getting traded to. I like Miami for him. You want to win? Well, it gives them another shooter because Lord knows. Lord knows they don't need no more shooters. But off the bench, though, they, they might need a – I can't see him. I don't know if he would start. But he would be a nice veteran presence that can not, you know, get you 14, 15 points a game or dropping him 20 per night. But the Heat, I like that destination for him. Like a lot. 
I, I like him in Milwaukee. I also Ooh. like him in, uh, I like also like him going back to Denver. That's that's a good one too. But a lot of the teams, I don't know, will he take the mid-level exception? Because that's basically when you when you get these teams like Milwaukee and stuff like that. I don't know. He might be looking to get paid. This might be his last payday. That's what I'm thinking. You know, maybe Miami has a little bit there. Because when you think about it, who do they really have on a big contract besides Jimmy? You know, everybody else. Uh, Tyler Bam Hill, is up rookie. for one soon, and mm-hmm. but they're they're saving their money for 2021. Oh, of course, everybody is. So I, I don't think they'll like go crazy trying to spend for for Gallinari here. Atlanta. Atlanta. They need they need they need another shooter. They need something. Uh, uh, that's another yeah, one. He, I he, like. hasn't played, he hasn't played defense though. Like, they need defense. <laughs> Let's look at this list. <laughs> Defensive players. Now, Abaka. I mean, you could. That's another one. They maybe they get Abaka to play with Capella. That'd be a nice little. And Abaka could shoot now, so he's not a liability on the offensive end, and he still could play adequate defense. So, him and uh, he would be really interesting to see in Atlanta, just with him and Capella, and see how they can lock it down. But. Atlanta's looking to make a move though, so they said they're looking to they're looking to actually win in 2021. So we'll see. Yeah, they they, they finished 2020 strong, one of the highest scoring teams in the league, mm-hmm. and John Collins' walk year, Trey Young uh, another year of development, and they've had damn near nine months off, so they're eager to get at the bit. Mm-hmm. Facts. Davis Bertans. You want a gunner? You gonna pick Davis? I will say he's going back. This is gonna hurt because I really want him on the Knicks. This is one guy I really want because we need shooting. And there's no if ands or buts about it. We need shooting. Let me say it one more time, people. They need shooting. But I think he goes back to Washington because with John Wall and Bradley Bill coming back, he's they're gonna need him. And I can see Washington giving him his money. He's going to make $14, 15000000 a year. Absolutely. I mean, shoot is shoot. And he knocked him down at a 43% clip. So he's going to be highly sought after. But I can see him going back to Washington. Yeah, he has a quick, like, really quick, uh, yes. weird release. Pages coming. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and he sat out. He didn't even go in the bubble because he knew he won his money, didn't risk injury. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he'll be paid handsomely by Washington. Mm-hmm. If not Washington, I could see him ending up on the Knicks and the Knicks maneuvering around to uh, move Randall and move some other pieces because, like mm-hmm. you said, the Knicks desperately need shooting. Yeah, this he gets ugly. When you watch a lineup, you, if you watch a lineup where nobody can shoot, at least you had Joel Harris. Oh, Lord, RJ's just learning. You know, he, he has this shot. He got to fix that. You know, imagine Alfred Prayton going down trying to throw up shots. Man, it is ugly. It is wild to watch that, man. And then Randall, when he stepped behind the line, it's like watching a Granny James Harden. Good grief. Lord, help me. Take me a drink of water. Montrez Harold. This I've been actually racking my mind around this, trying to figure out 
where he would go. He's either going to go back to the Clippers because they need his toughness on that team, mm-hmm. or I'm going to pick Hotlanta. You know, he might turn that into a nice little, nice little payday with them because they got. I believe they have cap space too. So mm-hmm. yeah, why not? Why not put him with Capella? You know, that kind of he's more the banger than Capella. So, and he can kind of take the take the weight off him a little bit. Or we're going to go back to Charlotte. You always got to pick the team with the most money because they might throw money at him just to do it. Because we've seen him throw mm-hmm. money at Bismack Biombo. And, oh, yeah, I threw it back yeah, a little bit. They threw some money at that dude just to, just to get two blocks and four points a game. And they paid him handsomely. But, yeah, Harold, you know, sixth man of the year, had a breakout year. He's due for a payday. So the Clippers are smart. They'll work it out with him. But I I can see him going to the East and, you know, spending four or five years here, you know, doing what he does, you know, maybe becoming like a double double guy on the team. And that's pretty much it. Bring that high energy like he usually does, that trash talk. And let's see what he turns it into. But he turns it into a big contract, though, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, he definitely put the work in. Um, I, I see. I can see him going to a team like Boston. They're de- in desperate need of front court help. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely a high energy guy. His, his offense has improved. Uh, I can see him either coming off the bench or starting for Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh, be a real big missing piece that they lost when they let Horford go. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you say, Charlotte. Yeah, I guess just throw Charlotte out there whenever you, whenever you, <laughs> you're in uh, trouble. Uh, you got any more Phoenix. free agents? Ooh. See, that's the team I was thinking of earlier before I left work, actually, about Gallinari. Phoenix. Because you kind of can move him to, like, the power forward position and just become that stretch guy. And then, mm-hmm. really, everybody on that line could shoot besides – no, Aiden actually has a nice mid-range game. So, yeah, that would be interesting. But once again, he has to play defense. But not a lot of players who gets in your face these days to actually play defense. But Phoenix, I don't know. I mean, I would want to play there. Why not? Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Who else we got? Ooh. Jeremy Grant. Oh, okay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 um. I he he's actually earned a payday. Uh, man, where does he go? Jeremy Grant. I can see him going to Phoenix. Actually, that that's a fit for him. Phoenix, or maybe. Nah, Philly ain't got no money. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go to Phoenix. I'm gonna give that team some burn, some love on that one. You know he. Stretches the floor once you need. He's a he's a tough player, you know. His game has improved a lot from Syracuse to now. I mean, as I remember watching him as well, he could not shoot a lick. I mean, he was just get into the lane and try to try to bully you with his skinny frame. But um, Phoenix would be a perfect place for him. Once again, Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> so somewhere where he can get minutes, somewhere where you know he can get minutes, that's where he needs to go, and see if he can turn that into another big contract because he has about two two left if he keeps it up. Right. 
uh, I, I like him going back to Denver or mm-hmm. uh, heading over to Miami. I like Miami. With things with Denver, though, they can just, eh, whatever, yeah, let you go, and then somebody else will come in, and they're they're deep anyway. And plus, Michael Porter Jr., he's, his minutes are going to start to creep back up now. It's, it's time to let him see what that back's going to it's gonna hold up or not. I don't know. I I I kind of see them trading Porter. That would be really in a, in a mega deal. That would be interesting, huh? All right, there, Leon Woj, Leon. All right, Shit. Leon Woj, <laughs> dropping bombs <laughs> over here. Over here, dropping freaking. Ah oh, man, brown bombers. No, 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 that's. Uh, that's, that's, I'm gonna keep that one PG. Uh, Dwight Howard. <laughs> Dwight Howard. I can see him go back to LA. Um, I mean, they need him actually. Javale McGee. He, Javale McGee. No, he, he didn't even. He didn't do a damn thing. So Dwight Howard actually, he needs to go back to LA. You won your championship there. You kind of had a career rejuvenation. Go back there and try to get another one. I mean, still soft, but um, just go back to LA. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, go back to LA, get a, try to get another chip. But yeah, that's second time with a charm for him. So why not try to do it again? Because you're not going back to Charlotte. You're not going back to Atlanta. I can't say that. Next, we don't want you. <laughs> um, that's kind of bad. Um, oh, oh, Brooklyn retired you before you even got the door. I know, right? I remember that I, he was in the day. I was like, oh wait, they got Howard. Okay, that's gonna be interesting. Never played a game. Um, but yeah, that that's definitely I'm trying to think. Yeah, I would no no Dallas because no never mind. Yeah, go back to LA. Strictly LA. I can't. I, yeah, I, I could also see the Warriors. Uh, maybe. Uh, yeah, on a middle like Yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah, a good he, one. He's definitely he's definitely ring chasing it at this point of his career, and <laughs> he's earned it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's let's not forget he was one of the best, if not the best big man in the league at one point. I mean, he. Really was. He did it without a back to the basket game per se. He didn't really have a go to move. It was just pretty much dunking and dunking, dunking, and more dunking. Hey, he made it work. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You know, speaking of ring chasing, uh, this just this just happened. I just found out a few minutes a few minutes before we started. Mm-hmm. Now, Tia Cooper, player mm-hmm. on the LA Sparks. Mm-hmm. Apparently. I guess apparently they were dating and the Sparks had a live stream of their event, an mm-hmm. event, and she proposed to him. Yeah, yeah. But if you if you haven't seen Tia Cooper, you should. Hmm. But yeah, I think their age difference is like... Not that much, is it? Well over, no, it's like well over 10 years. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah she's, I'm trying to. Let me see. Now, now, now we gotta. I, I think I, I think she's a, a a rookie, but. Okay, I'm trying to get my computer peeping, my camera voice. But uh, yeah, so they're engaged. Oh, good uh, for him. She, yeah, yeah, good, good for him. Nice to know he's not dancing alone at the parties anymore. So that's what I meant. Hey, that shout out to him. I thought he was. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go. Well, yeah. Tia, Tia Cooper? Yeah. All right, let's see. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, she looks yeah, like she can yeah. hold her own. She Yeah, yeah, that's what, that's what I said. All right, yeah. 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 She might be the one never mind. Way in the pants in the family. Yeah. Hey, that <laughs> Shit. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, Dwight. My man. Here we go. Yeah, good for him, man. Absolutely. Good, good, good year for Dwight. <laughs> I know, right? You got a ring. Getting a ring. Getting proposed to. Hey, man. Shout out to you. Hell of a Joe job. Joe Harris. <sighs> Next. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 nah, he's going back to the Nets. Uh, he's too important to that team. And you you have to keep your shooters all times. You got to keep one in the chamber, one on the bench, one on the start. I mean, you need them everywhere. If, you, if you're lucky enough to find one like they did, Joe Harris is one of those guys that you knew it was going to translate to the league when he was at Virginia. He was just a really good shooter. And I said, man, I wish we can get this kid. I remember just, hey, shoot. And I I said something about Steve Novak. I was like, hey, you can be like him. You just come off. He's a little he's more athletic. He can actually, you know, he'll get to the rim. He got a little floater, but he's very important to that team. And that's the most important just free agent that is on the market for you guys. That's one A, one B, all the way down to Z. If you don't get him, you lost in free agency. That's how I look at it. Because he's that important. Because nobody can shoot on the team like him. I mean, KD's a good shooter, but not as good from three than Joe Harris. But you, you need him. You need him. Uh, definitely. The, the way Joe works off those curls is top-notch in the league. Yeah. And he's improved his game to where he can he's one of the top finishers at the basket. So mm-hmm. Brooklyn has his bird right. So they stated that they would go uh, pay the luxury tax in order to keep Harris. Mm-hmm. So that they know how important he is to them. It was stated well, like right after the last playoff game, their mm-hmm. top priority was to sign Joe Harris. Uh, um, unless Joe gets blown away by a, by an offer somewhere else, I'm almost certain he's coming back to Brooklyn. Yeah, absolutely. I can't I can't see him going anywhere else. I mean, if he does go somewhere else, I'm gonna laugh my ass off. And we will have a pop-up show just for me pointing and laughing at you. <laughs> no, but yeah, Joe Harris is yeah, like you said, he did improve on the defensive end. He really started moving his feet a lot better. He's not flat catching, you know, players don't catch him flat-footed. He actually stays in front of him, and just watching him shoot in just perfect form. You know, just cold-blooded, man. I like that guy, cold-blooded. But yeah, Bogdan Bogdanovich. He is one of my favorite young players in the league. <laughs> he is so underrated; it's not even funny. But with this situation, you know what I want to see him? Indiana. Indiana taking over for another Bogdanovich. Uh, but I want to see him in Indiana because then he can kind of be the, you know, the piece with. Maybe he can be the guy because, like, he he actually put up some big games. And I don't think he's gonna stay. Obviously, I'm not gonna say he go back. He goes back to the Kings unless they trade Buddy Hill because they play the same position. It's just it's not working. I don't know. Buddy's we've been hearing he's unhappy, right? You know. Right. So and Luke Walton might be. A, did he get fired yet? It's coming soon. He, <laughs> like Cobb's just saying, he, he about to get shit canned. Um, but yeah, I like Indiana for him, or. 
If he could, I would go to like a Milwaukee with him just to give Giannis another part. But he can he can ball. He's just like a silent assassin. He can get to the rim. He's athletic. He can shoot. And once again, the Knicks didn't have all these godforsaken guards on his name. I would say him too, but their roster is just made up of just garbage for the most part. You know, DSJ, hopefully he comes back around. He can be something. You just never know. He's been working with uh, – was he working with Chris Paul? He was working with somebody, but – Listen, Dwight Howard's working with Hakeem Olajuwon. You see that shit didn't work. He worked with Kareem. He didn't work. So not everybody can be helped. But, yeah, I, I can see Indiana. That's a, I think that's a great spot for that kid. Yeah, I, I can see him in, like, Indiana or maybe even Cleveland. Uh, if he ends up in Cleveland. Uh, young roster there. Fast point guards. They'll, they'll look to run as well. But but definitely getting out the shadow mm-hmm. of Buddy Hill. There's no way they're both going back to Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Goran Dragic. Back to Miami. He was he was important for that team. If he didn't go down, you know, who knows what happened in that series. Yeah, I think so. But, you know, I'm giving him a – I'm not going to be a Pat Riley. Um, but yeah, I think he go back to Miami. Too much history there, and he's become a mainstay. And you know, guys like Duncan Robinson. Sorry, I'm not gonna call him Duncan. Stephen Curry's back, so he got his nickname back. Um, and you know, Tyler. Jimmy Neutron. Yes, there you go. We're gonna start calling Jimmy Neutron with a jumper. Um, definitely. Yeah, Dragic. He's veteran leadership on that team. Jimmy loves him. Everybody loves him on that team. Tough as nails. And, you know, Kendrick Nunn, he's going to need him to, you know, take that extra step because he'll have that guy to be in his ear plus another lefty. And, hey, he stays. Bringing the heat one more time. Uh, I can see him return to Miami. Or the Clippers uh, taking a run at him, uh, really giving them a scoring point guard, getting him back in the starting lineup, and giving him some offense because Patrick Beverly ain't, yeah. he ain't it. Yeah, he ain't it. Is he? Is he? How many years did he sign there? He's not a free agent though. I know that. No. See, we can't have him. We can't call. We can't have him calling no, no punk ass white boy. We can't have that. You really messing up your damn team. You know Patrick Beverly talked too damn much. <laughs> Nah, but yeah, I, the Clippers would be interesting too. Um, but yeah, that's I. I just like him in Miami. Uh but I do want. I gotta say, I do want on the Knicks because he's been one of my favorite players for a long time. Jordan Clarkson. I I would love to have him come off the bench. He's that. He's Jamal Crawford light 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 skin <laughs> because he can he can fill it up. He can fill it up one game, and the next game he's just like, what the hell is he? But he's just, you know, he'll get you 12, 10 to 12 points off the bench, and, you know, you need that. I, I want the Knicks to make a run at him because we, we desperately need something off the bench. But you have him. He can I can see him go – won't be a starter. But actually, I can see Atlanta throwing money at him. They, they, they're going to be desperate to get to the playoffs, so they're really going to have all hands on deck. 
Because even if they're trying to freaking trade that six pick or whatever they had, so mm-hmm. I I don't know who the hell gonna. I'm telling you, like I said in the, in the group, Randall, come on, dangle that. Randall, number six, DSJ. I mean, hey, give us some young pieces. Let us take that that six and we swap with eight. Because we got to get ahead of people. But um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Between them and, I mean, Dallas, they're looking for another star too. So there's going to be teams looking for stars, trying to take on bad contracts. There's so many things that's going to be going on once it starts. It's going to get real interesting. But um, who else we got? Oh, forgot a name, Jay Crowder. Oh, Jay Crowder, yeah, yeah, he's he's not he's. I mean, you need some toughness. Nah. I mean, he's good to you know shove somebody in the back for a bit, knock down the three here or there. Um, I read an interesting interesting nugget. Mm-hmm. Jay Crowder was the best corner shooter in the bubble. I I believe that. I believe that. Because that's exactly where he was. He was the PJ Tucker of the bubble. Because that's all you saw when he was on the floor. I, I didn't see him hit threes anywhere else but the corner. So yeah, that's that's very believable. That... Uh, yeah, but yeah, Jay Crowder. I mean, Toronto. You know, yeah. going back to Miami. I I don't see him signing with a a, a non-contending team. Mm-hmm. Nah. After being in the finals, you you know you don't go backwards. Uh, you're a vet. Um, maybe Brooklyn. Uh, if Garrett Temple uh, doesn't come back, mm-hmm. but you know, Jay Crowder doesn't really uh, move a needle for me or <laughs> anyone else to, to that matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's a good he's a good player, but you know, maybe Philly. Oh, I like that. I like that. Philly needs some toughness. Definitely need some toughness. Right. Um, all right, we got to do it. We got to do it, Leon. I'm, I'm going to give you this one because I don't want to take it. Cause I'm going to be no, okay, okay. Ma- money mellow. Where is he going? Go back to Portland? I'm just saying. Right. I, I think that the Knicks Why you gotta do end that? up with Chris Paul. Why you got to do that? Didn't I just tell and you? Like, follows him. Don't don't. Oh, why you gotta do this on this damn show? Why, why? We were doing so good. Good comeback episode. <laughs> this motherfucker had to say CP3. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. All right. Um. Well, CP3 to death. <laughs> That's my favorite point guard. I mean, just. Um, no. All right. I mean, I'm never, I don't know. I don't trust the, Leon Rose, and that's going to be a big part because that's his guy. He represented him, and that's why I think he's going to be here. But I am terrified of what the package is going to consist of because freaking Oklahoma City knows how to trade rate. They, they do it better than anybody else because they have picks from the Clippers to all the way from now to when they grand is going to be playing in the NBA. That that's how crazy it is, but I just don't know what they're gonna give up. Like I said, if you're making a trade, taking on I don't care who he is, you're taking on money. You don't give up draft picks. If if it's it's not like a second rounder, don't get you don't give up anything. I don't care if it's Dallas picks. No, 
it just and plus we're trying to rebuild. We need a young point guard as it is. And I just I want Melo to ring chase. I, I really do. I want him to go to LA or I want him to go to the Warriors. I want to see, that's one of the players I really want to see him win a ring. Melo is not you tell he's not like that though. He's he's not that kind of guy. But no. we over here, like you said, you know, last time we were on, Jerry Dudley stole his ring. I thought he was gonna <laughs> Mr. No, man. God. But yeah, I I really think they're gonna end up with Chris Paul. I I, I think it does happen. I mean, I'm I'm ha- I'm half and half on it. Half of me is gonna be pissed off. Second half is just you know, other half of me is just like, wow, I get to see my favorite PG from New York for about two years. Next thing you know, we'll get Russell Westbrook. Got him and KD jawing at each other all damn year. Yeah. Hey. Oh my god. There's some Broadway I drama for you. Yeah, just imagine those point guard matchups. And and I and I think that's what the if it was the old Knicks regime, mm-hmm. they'll just be star chasing just to have a battle with Kyrie. Mm-hmm. I, I think they are trying to make some smarter basketball decisions. But they're also trying to fill some uh put some fans in the seats. Absolutely, you have to. Well, fans are always going to be in the seats, but, you know, we want people to actually watch. I mean, I'm going to watch anyway. Like I said, I, I tell people all the time, it just, man, I watched Shandon Anderson, Clarence Weatherspoon, LeVar Postel, Michael Sweet, and they go there, a lineup of freaking Shandon Anderson too, so it ain't nothing I'm not going to watch. Let's <laughs> always remember that one. I've seen some bad lineups, but, you know, with this team, you know, they got younger. You know, you got RJ, you got Mitch. Um, you got two good building blocks. And I still think, even though a lot of people are down on him, I think Dennis Smith, if he – Thibodeau, listen, he works with point guard. He had DJ Augustine balling out. And you never know with Dennis Smith Jr. It might just take that coach to get into his ass and be like, hey, listen, this is what you have to do or your ass is going to be out the league because you can't – be all athleticism. We all saw it. The Dwayne Wade's, LeBron's, you know, they all got their games, you know, well-rounded. They they learned, they got to hit a jumper. You got to at least hit a mid-range or you're done. That's just how that goes. You're going to end up like Gerald Wallace, point guard region. Um, <laughs> You got to hit jumpers, boy. You got to hit jumpers. And if you can't shoot, look at Trevor Ariza. He couldn't shoot a lick when he came in the league, and look at him. He became a 3-and-D player. But yeah, it's a, it's, a lot. They got, it's a lot of work. But CP3, I wouldn't be, like, totally upset, but it just depends on the package. It, that's yeah. what I'm terrified and, of. And, and the Thunder are the Tampa Bay Rays of basketball. They just mm-hmm. uh, maneuver you out of pick after pick, and you realize you don't realize until two years later that you lost the trade. Mm-hmm. And I'll call Biggie. Lay on the ground. You've been robbed. <laughs> but, oh, man, it, what they did to the Clippers was just, man. And you see right now, they probably like, look, they got Lou Dort. They just like, oh, I'm sticking Lou Dort. He had five, six threes and never heard that dude in my life. If you say you heard of him, you either a basketball head or you lying your ass off because I ain't never heard no Lou Dort in my life. 
ever. Oh my god. I'm always yeah. looking at rosters. <laughs> Can we get a Lou nah. York? Shit. Get one player. And every time we do, we trade him away for an aging star. Coming to a theater near you. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I think Melo, you're, you're right. You end up in, back in Portland because him and Lillard really got uh, chemistry together. Mm-hmm. Or he follows his friend if CP3 comes here. Mm-hmm. But here's another interesting nugget. Do you, do you know who the assist leader is for the Knicks for the past 13 years? It's Melo, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I know. I know because you know why I used to throw that out all the time. Melo don't pass. Can you tell me who the assist leader is? It's Melo because he averaged five or six assists per game. It's called when you're the main player and you're going to get a shot. You try to dish it out to the guy in the corner, and what does the guy in the corner do? Brick, 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 and then Melo takes the blame. And everybody always got on Melo, and I always said I will. He's top, honestly, top three for me because he came to New York and he did what a lot of players would not do. Talking to you, KD. I'm talking to you too, you cupcake. Yep, I'm talking to him. No, I'm not salty. I'm just saying. He really, oh, I didn't want to come to New York. Join Brooklyn. Do you not understand how Brooklyn and, you know, Manhattan, they're not that far from each other. Same fan base. If you suck and you lose, you're going to get it in the Daily News, the Post, New York Times. You're going to hear it. But, yeah, Melo, he wanted to do it. He wanted to take on. I didn't want it to happen that way because we gave up too much. I would have rather saw Melo with Chandler, Mozgov, all those guys. But it is what it is. The move point at this, you know, mm-hmm. in, in 10 years ago, 12. But, no, he wanted to come here, and he performed. He gave us a 60. He gave us a record-setting, you know, MSG performance. Um, he got us to the playoffs a few times, almost got to the Western Con- Eastern Conference champion, the final, excuse me. And he did what he had to do. He wasn't going to get a ring with the team because as all my teams work, it's they're happy with, oh, we made it here. So let's not try to get better and try to put players around him. And as you can see, look how good he played when it came to having a Lillard, McCollum, Nurkic. Melo had a bounce back year. And also he shot almost 40% from three. Just saying. Just keep doing the numbers out there, Adam, man. I, I'm, I'm going to keep it. I mean, every time I used to hate it. Oh, Melo didn't pass. He's a ball hook. Oh, oh yeah? Well, what? This is this is when analytics don't, you know, basketball, it kind of works, but then it doesn't because the eye test works a little bit better because you averaging five or six assists per game. That's, you're not a ball hook. You're distributing the ball some kind of way, somewhere. It's not luck. I mean, he was a good rebounder. He's a good passer. He knows. His defense was – he actually played defense with Portland. You know, mm-hmm. he's more of a – he's a better help defender, if anything. You know, he's not going to get in front of you and lock you down Patrick Beverly style or Trevor Ariza style. It's just not happening. It's not his game. But you got to respect Melo, dude. 25,000 – did he reach 25,000 points? Well, he's close. I mean, one of the best stories we've ever seen. His mid-range game still lethal. One of the best to ever do it. You know, his jab step is one of the best I've seen in my life. I mean, it's cool to see him even teaching his son how to do it. That's, I don't know, I just don't get the 
grading of players these days. I mean, maybe we watch the different games, but I'll take a mellow any day of the week. If you didn't see the growth from him, from Syracuse to Denver to now with the Knicks to now, even with Phil Jackson won it basically in his face, he forced him out of New York. He still didn't want to leave New York, but that's what I'm saying. It's going to take, that's what's going to bring the Knicks back. It's going to have to take a player to say, okay, I'm ready to take it on again. Like Katie and Kyrie did. It's like, yeah, let's take on Brooklyn. And now we're going to see the Nets run rough shot over there for the next, I'll give them three or three years. The, I'll give you three years. If you don't win a championship, then y'all about to blow it back up. So, clock's ticking. Hey, uh, I'm 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 ready for it. Uh, rumors going around: Andre Drummond, uh, Boston looking at Drummond. Uh, you know, Boston always in need of front court help. Mm-hmm. Boston is a premier rebounder in this league. Two-time rebounding champ. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 I can see, definitely see Drummond uh, making a difference in Boston. Uh, there. So they're kicking the tires there. Uh, a good friend, Corey Decker, uh, had uh, spread a rumor uh, that the Warriors were looking at trading the number two pick for James Harden. Hmm. Really? Huh. Wow. Number two pick and uh, Wiggins, I believe, yeah. They do that deal. Warriors about to be back. <laughs> Real quick, real quick. Wow, imagine that though. You got you got to deal with Curry, then Harden, then Clay probably shifts up to the three, and then you can put Draymond power for whatever, and then this is when you get like a Howard or something like that to get on your squad and do what you got to do. But man, that wow, that would be something. How man, that would freaking not even that will blow up the league. That that would just you putting the gun smoke and you putting the atomic bomb. I mean you you messing some stuff up with that one. But I I think the Warriors are going to be back regardless because everybody forgets. You know the team was still good. It was just really injuries. It wasn't. They're still in their prime of their careers. It all they need is a piece or two, maybe to keep them. Mm-hmm. You know a little few bench players here and there. But other than that. The Warriors will be back. You'll see Steph. Yeah. All Daddy taught was jump his curry. That sounds a lot better. Glad I could see that. Man, I was watching oh, the NBA channel Monday. I was just watching it all day and just watching how that guy just goes about things and how effortless his shot is. And, man, I was actually watching that game 2018 when him and KD lit up the garden. KD started – he scored like 10 or 12 points in that fourth quarter. But it's that team is just so fun to watch. Even without Durant, they were fun to watch. And it's going to be right. good to see him and Clay get back on the court and become the Splash Brothers again. But yeah, that would be an interesting deal, man. Wow, I didn't hear that one. But that, hmm. Whew, man. Oladipo to Miami. Uh, Oladipo has interest in Miami. Miami doesn't really have interest. <laughs> In Owen Depot, but they're they're really throwing those names out. Mm. Uh, Gordon Hayward, possibly for Rudy Gobert. Uh, Hayward returning to to Utah. 
Gobert, uh, providing that front court presence to Boston. Uh, That's it. I mean, I could see it's really the like the main parameters of it, but where where was Hayward going to play? Exactly. What the what? Why would you do that? Listen, whoever pulls that damn deal off in Utah, whoever's running it needs to get fired. All right, <laughs> there's no dude coming off, broke his leg. He's still just recovering. He's he's kind of a shell of his former self, and you trade him for one of the best, you know, defensive guys in the league. You know, double double guy, still in his prime, like only twenty seven, if that. No. What? Why the hell would you make that, man? I swear, if they giving out players like that, and we can't get something, next need to get on the phone with Washington and get Bill. If you're gonna do that, get us a guy in here. I, I mean, Boston really, really needs a, a front court presence. They're looking at this division, and B, uh, Jared Allen, DeAndre Jordan, Mitchell Robinson, uh, uh, gonna create a, a huge problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look it up in, in Toronto. I mean, they Boston needs a big man because mm-hmm. um, Daniel Tice is nice. He isn't gonna cut it with the. He's not on, on that level. So they, I really think they're gonna be real aggressive after going <clears throat> after a top tier guy such as Gobert or or Drummond. I can see that they got the picks to do it. So yeah, I, I can see I can see Drummond more than Gobert. Um, yeah, I I I like Drummond. I like Drummond there. Uh, what about the Mavs? I mean, with Oladipo, it's and I'm gonna say two names: Oladipo and DeRozan. I still think DeRozan ends up in Dallas somehow mm-hmm. because they need that third star. And granted, he's not the guy he was in Toronto, but he's still young enough to make you know things happen. And you put him with Luca, and wait, KP not gonna be there next year probably. So you put him next to Luca, and that would be a nice little fit. But I'm hoping they kind of suck. So maybe not DeRozan, maybe Lamarcus Aldridge, uh, mm-hmm. come over. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know he hates playing the five, but uh, if KP. Uh, KP's gonna definitely be out with the torn knee. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, perform that pick and, pick and roll, pick and pop action. Mm-hmm. And Aldridge and San Antonio were really never a great fit to begin with. But, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see what happens there. Um, another one that I, I think might gain some steam is, uh, again, the Warriors trading that two pick to Orlando. Yeah. Ooh. Huh. That that's a nice one. I mean Booch actually he he stepped it up. I thought you was about to say Aaron Gordon or something like that. But um yeah, that's that's a good move. But I think they will be looking to trade that second pick though. They really they're higher they higher on Wiseman though. It's either Charlotte or Charlotte or Golden State will wind up with Wiseman because they're both really high on them. I think they should just stick with the pick because Wiseman's that kid's going to be a stud. You know, he got the size. He's 6'10". You know, he'll get – he's still growing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think they should stick with that pick and put him at center. I mean, why trade your pick? 
But, you know, everybody loves that big three. So, who knows? Yeah. Uh, it's a big three league. Uh, starting to be. Call Ice Cube while you at it. It'll be a damn big three. It's getting crazy. Right. Yeah, and and we touched on uh, before. Knicks linked every damn point guard in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, CP3, Westbrook, Holiday, you name them, they're linked to them. So mm-hmm. um, we, we discussed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they ain't doing anything. No, no. They stand pat. I think they stand pat. Only thing they're going to do, they're going to take on an undesirable contract get more draft picks, get more draft capital, and just run with it, which they should be doing. But, yeah, unless it's somebody that's going to make an impact on a team, like a Beal or, you know, and I don't think he's going to – they're not going to leave Wall there by himself. Um, It's going to have to be a guard. It has to be a guard. Good Lord knows we don't need any more power forwards. Um, So, I don't know. I got to think more into it, but other than that, besides CP3, Oladipo, of course, but I'm not trading for unless he can show that, you know, his knee is all, or his Achilles, whatever he hurt is top par. I'm not trading for him at all. So, or just wait until next year. That That's my biggest thing. Wait until next year. You got to, this is how, and I'm going to use your nets. This is how they did it. They showed Levert was there. You know, they showed, Allen, they all showed improvement. And Katie, Kyrie said, like, okay, we can do this. And mm-hmm. boom, you add those two in, you got a contender. The Knicks have to do that. You got to go in with next season. Hopefully you can get 30, 35 wins. And you maybe, I'm not going to say Giannis. I, I never say big free agent coming to the Knicks until I actually see it because it's just, it's too much for some players. It, it really is. Because it's, plus I don't think you want to play on the dole. And once you get, he has that, he has that, Everybody thinking how sucky he is, and it's true. It's not like it's a rumor. He really is a sucky-ass owner. And it's going to be hard for players to come in. Oh, yeah, I want to play under this guy. No. You have a freaking magnifying glass over the garden, and it pisses players off. I mean, especially what you did with the whole, you know, Black Lives Matter thing. Basically, you couldn't even make a statement. So they're actually going to look. They're going to look at that, too, and be like, yeah, this guy, he doesn't give a shit. I'm not playing for him. Yeah. But we'll see. I'm looking forward to the draft. I Hopefully I got some prospects that I'm looking forward to, hoping the Knicks can actually do something with. Got two picks in the first, you know. Hopefully they get their guys. I mean, we need a shooter. We need a point guard. We need Jesus. We need everything. <laughs> we'll see. We'll definitely see. Yeah. Um that we come back in uh, two weeks to discuss those prospects and, you know, where uh, I guess a mock draft where everybody lands. And, mm-hmm. well, and I, I know you've been really running up those prospects uh, at that eight spot, trying to figure out what's the best fit for the Knicks. Mm-hmm. And the way this is going, this is a really top-heavy draft. So yeah, this is going to be really, really good. And, uh should have uh, Felipe Mauricio on uh, two weeks as well. He's Sunday mornings, Total Basis Podcast, over in Baseball Life. Sunday mornings, 11 o'clock with Sean Connor Flannery. Uh, they covered 
the World Series and the fantasy aspect of players to watch next year. Uh, last week, uh, you catch them Sunday night, uh, sorry, Sunday mornings uh, in baseball life. Monday nights, uh, you catch Henry and Vince, Dong City. Uh, they will cover the finale of the World Series game six. They'll discuss on why the hell Cash took Snell out. <laughs> Please start that off because that was bad. Man, that, that, Kevin Cat, I mean, he was booning the fool on that one. <laughs> that shit was horrible. But hey, I mean, shout out to the Dodgers. Can't take nothing away from him. You know, Corey Seager should have been a Met, but we got Kevin Cicchini, which pisses me off. It really pisses me off. But um, yeah, shout out to them and, you know, Check out other shows. You know the deal. You know, for two weeks we'll be here. Check out the Audible. You know, Matt and I got Randy, the guys over there, killing it every week. It's funny as shit. You know, they they hit you with everything. Fantasy, you know, they break down game by game. It's a great listen. If you haven't, check that out now. Subscribe on our networks. Leon, you, you say it better than I do. I mean. <laughs> like, I said, like I said, you know, you catch them on two days. They hardest working men, Tuesdays and Fridays. You know, so if you're in the office like me, if you need something to watch like me, I'll, I'll plug that in my ear. I'll listen to them. Talk shit about the Jets for about five minutes. So I have to type, shut that shit down because I'm tired of it. <laughs> Still don't listen. But um, yeah, those guys are great. The whole network, we everybody does their thing. One big family here. We're going to keep this going, make it bigger, make it better. We'll keep bringing the contact to you, working on these draft picks, seeing when the Knicks go, the Knicks go fuck up on. And, um, <laughs> hey, truth truth is truth, man. <laughs> Facts, man. Why? Uh, My Jeter voice. <laughs> uh, yeah, L.A. City of Champions, just like last year, Washington was the City of Champions with the Mystics and the Nationals. So congrats to L.A. I know they're suffering out there with the fires, you know, wild, but um, fuck's that Washington? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, damn, I lost my. Happens to me too. See, I, 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 I mentioned Washington, and I'm going to, a, I go into another phase because I, I always see the rings. But um, <laughs> yeah, Monday, yeah, man, Monday night seven, uh, Donk City. Tuesday nights at seven. The Audible Friday afternoons, uh, midday Audible again. You know, uh, Matt and Randy over in Football Life. Uh, next week is Election Day. Um, I know, like I said in the beginning of the show, I went out and voted. Um, Saturday, early voting here in New York uh, mm-hmm. for a week. Election day is next Tuesday. Um, you know, it's, a, it's incredibly important. You know, we um, ancestors and, and, and people have fought for the right to vote. So it, it's, you know, civic duty, stand out two, three lines. Mm-hmm. Mail in, you know, do your thing. Um, I know LeBron and Obama are going to be on Saturday night mm-hmm. um, on HBO. 
you know, talk about uh, the importance of voting and um, LeBron gets real emotional about that. Um, with uh, mom voting for the first time, so that's going to be nice to see. Oh yeah, in the shop, yeah. yeah. I like that. But yeah, it's definitely the right to do it. You know, no matter who you're voting for, just get out there and do your thing. You know, don't complain about it, be about it. Just, it only takes about five minutes. You know, I don't know about your lines. You know, I didn't worry about the lines, but you know, do what you got to do. It's your, I won't say it's your civic duty. It's your, it's your right to do it. And especially for us, you know, minorities, y'all can't be the ones out there complaining. You got to be out there doing something. You can't, if you want to be, be the change you want to see in the world, as, as you know, um, thought for your mind. <laughs> no, no, but, uh, but uh, yeah, just get out there and do it. You know, vote it up. And um, just a, a little tidbit, if de Blasio blocks our bet sale, he's catching the fade. And I'm just saying. Um, and if you have... Wait, is he done? Does he have any more turn? No, right? This is it, right? Yeah. So then, yeah, this this is the fuck you to New York. Don't 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 fuck with our Mets, please don't 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 let it let Uncle Steve buy the team. Let us be happy for once. Hopefully, bring us a ring, and I can talk shit finally because you know I'm not shit talker as it is, but I, I got to after all the shit I take in these groups from the Jets, the Mets, the Knicks. Listen, come on, I gotta stop. But nah, this has been great, you know, being on my brother once again. We back, we're black, we're happy, and we're we're we're, sing- we're not singing, but we're all colored and living color. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, it's been great talking to you. We're gonna bring this content for this draft. We got some, I uh, got a whole bunch of ideas. Never know what we're gonna do. We might do the the watch parties again. Um. Uh, we, we'll, we'll keep doing it. We'll keep bringing you this content. Just everybody, you know, we always love the participation in the groups. It just, that's what makes us. And we're going to keep working to bring you better content. Hopefully, finally get some more people on here. You know, I'm not going to say who I'm working on right now until it actually happens. But, you know, like I said, Felipe is going to come on. You know, Bulls fan. Great. Got to bring him on here. Let's see how long. Yeah, yeah, about five minutes, then we kick him off. We're just kidding. Nah, he, he knows his stuff, too. Love talking with Felipe. He's been good. Um, and that's, that's all you got for me. Yeah, man. Uh, always good stuff. Got the Pat jersey on. Yes, sir. Um, legend there. And, you know, you can catch uh, so by subscribing to the YouTube channel, Life Group Podcast. Uh, you can catch audio platform, Spotify, Anchor, uh, Apple, uh, by subscribing to the Life Group Podcast Network. And, you know, it's a, another day, another dollar. And by this time, we'll see you in two weeks. Um, a new pr- uh, president will be elected. And, you know, we hope. that's that. Yes, sir, we hope. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, thanks for tuning in. Thank you for your participation. Thank you, my man Jacob. Anytime. And until next time, ball out. Ball out.